<laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to A Kiss Like Yours. How are you all holding up? <laughs> we can't. We can't have a single moment to ourselves. Not one. If not somebody's one. not crying, then we're, then the dog's barking. <laughs> and if the dog's not barking... Somebody's trying to evil Knievel their way into something. Yeah. Or... We smashed the dog's foot. Oh, I know. We were just getting set up over here, and I'm scooting my chair, and then the dog's wailing. And I think I accidentally smashed him with my chair, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. If it's not one crying, it's another. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Just, just nuts. We hope you guys had a great week. We had a very interesting week. We finally got something done. Yes. The kids' room is done. Well... Phase one is done. Phase one. Yeah. We are able to get some of their stuff out of the living room and back into their room, which yes. is nice. They have way too much stuff. Way too much. So we're purging while we're in quarantine. We took them to my mom's to have a little grandma, grandpa time. Right. And that allowed us to sneakily remove some items out of the room that they've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> or they haven't seen in like a year. And will not see again. And will not see again because they're they not asking it. for it. Right, right. So we're going to probably donate a lot of toys and stuff um, to the women's shelter here, our local women's shelter, who have a lot of kids there as well. They have, they have you know, kids with mom. So we donate a bunch of stuff there. Yes, actually, um, it's Foothill Family Services, and they uh, help a lot of families experiencing hope- homelessness. Yeah. So, Kids need toys. Yes, that's where and we There try is to no take. shortage of toys. Not in this house. So that's where we try to take a lot of our um, items that the kids have outgrown, um, to hope- so hopefully it can go to good use. Yes. Yeah. How's Gus? I feel really bad. How's he doing? I don't know. He's on my lap right now. He's pretty. He's pretty shaken up. Yeah. Yeah. I got him. I got. That him was good. a good one because yeah, he was. He usually just wails and then he kind of walks off. This way he was like <laughs> hobbling. Yeah. <laughs> Sniper got him right in the right on the paw. I'm gonna the cry. left the left front. I feel so bad. You had a tire go down on the left front there. <laughs> oh man. He's pretty cozied up to me right now. Oh, worst mom ever. Okay, so. Yeah, so we hope you had a great week. This is week five of quarantine for us. Is it? I've lost track. Well, we finished week five. We're going on a week six. Starting in week six. I don't know. I can't count anymore. I can't spell. But see, you're usually home. Yes. So it's not too much of a difference for you it's not too much of a difference the only thing is i know that in the outside world things are very different and early on that made it hard for me i think to focus and and like i said you know after alaya being sick there was a lot of things that i needed to deal with like emotionally that i think were kind of weighing me down but now i i i just feel like i'm back to myself back at a back at a normal place so now I'm just moving forward with trying to keep the kids entertained and educated and trying to start clearing out in the house as much as I can, one step at a time. Yeah, and the house is not clean right now because we had our project going with the kids' room. Right, so there's just stuff There's just everywhere. shit everywhere, yeah. Yeah. yeah so is that it? We Do you want to move on to, the, to another project? Do you want to, like... So, I mean, we have to finish decorating like the walls and stuff like that, putting up some shelves. Right. Um, I feel like before we move on, we really need to finish 
with the, whatever we're going to do in there, picture frames, pictures, little accents, like all of that stuff. Um, I really would like a new light fixture, but I don't know how that's going to work. You're not getting it. I didn't get it in the other in the other area either, and it really bothers me that I like What have other these, area? Um, the, the entryway where you put up my ship oh. lap and mantle. I want yeah, you new, don't need that I either. Want a new, yeah, I want it. Yeah, but you don't need it. It needed to complete the look. I need it to feel finished with those things. So well, I, well, then you're going to put it up because I ain't putting it up another fixture right now. Well, it, there's no there's no need for it. Well, and that's why I didn't buy it for the entryway, but I feel like for the girls' room, it's really going to nope. make a difference. There's plenty of light in there. You can have it for our room because I'm putting up recessed lighting, but uh, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not bending on that. We'll see. Yeah. But um, I do think that we still have quite a bit of focus in the girls' room before we can move on. So I think we're still going to be in there for quite a while. But after it's complete, probably two months from now. Oh, stop it! Then I would like to shift gears into our bedroom. Okay, so I can't do the living room yet. You want me to do our bedroom? I think we should do our bedroom before we do the living room. Okay, that project's been in the works for three years now. The living room or yes, our bedroom? the living room. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Right now, this year, we're going to have nothing but time. <laughs> so It's going to be interesting because, <laughs> you know, at, at my work, the way my desk is set up, even if they said... Hey, you can go back to work. I can't imagine that from a safety precaution, you know, I work at a utility, so utilities, you know, essential and, and all that good stuff. But our number one priority has always been safety of our employees and the public, things of that nature. So being that safety is so high in our culture at work that I can't imagine us going back to the setup that we had. Right, right. And, and what I mean by that is, yeah, everybody proximity. is very close proximity mm-hmm. to where they sit. So if somebody gets sick, you know, they tell you to, even before the the pandemic, I mean, it was always a point, hey, if you're sick, stay home. Right? That was our, yeah, but that was our normal protocol. Do you feel protocol. like people actually did that, followed, followed that protocol? Uh, yes and no. Right. I mean, yes and no. So if we have paid sick time, luckily, as a benefit. So when you were sick, you were told to stay home and use your sick time. Right. You know, but there was also times where you were in a critical part of your project or critical part of, you know, you fill in the blank as, as, as as it pertains to your job duties. Where you just go, you know what? I can't call in sick right now. I gotta keep. I gotta keep the train moving. Correct. So, uh, to, to answer your question, yes and no. Yes, people did follow it when when it was okay to follow it. Um, no, they didn't follow it when it wasn't. They felt the right time to do that. Um, and then there's people that even weren't even sick, and then they just you know call in sick. So right, right, right. <laughs> that's that's everywhere, <laughs> but. You know, by and large, people, you know, did follow the protocol. And it was it was always a protocol. It wasn't a, a policy or anything like that. But it was always kind of just common courtesy that if you're sick, you either worked remote if that was a, an, an option, option or right. you called in sick. So now that we have more of an emphasis on passing, you know, any type of illness from one to another sitting so closely together... I, I really think that we won't return until 
that has been taken care of because it's not just my cubicle. It's the whole building is right. They're yeah. using as much space as possible because mm-hmm. we're in a wave of, of height or uh, high resource needs. And so we've ramped up. We're at this really all time high for resources that are, that are needed on the project. Eventually that will taper down. So they're creating, you know, temporary workspaces, mm-hmm. you know, adding two, three, four people in a, in a small area. Right. Right. So it's probably going to change. So yeah. I don't think that I would even go back, you know, after we've been cleared phase three or whatever the case is. <laughs> phase three whatever might be phase. the only time you would be entering the office uh, again. That's yeah. where they have no restriction in the workplace. I but. think we're here for the for the long haul. I agree. That being said, you know, for those of you that are struggling through your, um, you know, maybe you've lost your job or have been furloughed. Or maybe your business is struggling right now. You're you're self-employed. You know, we definitely are praying for you guys. I think it's a tough time um, for those folks. I know that there's a there's a huge debate, right? Of when is when is the right time to get back to work? And of course, that is personal to your situation. Absolutely. Uh, but we're definitely praying for you, and hopefully. Things get back to normal as quick as possible, as safe as possible. You know, there's a lot of folks that are saying, yeah, we can't, you know, do this anytime soon. There's a lot of folks that are saying we need to do it now. Yep, yep. Right? Absolutely. And I think the truth lies right there in the middle. I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle that we can't do it just yet, but we also need to do it. As we quick also need as to possible, start doing something, yeah, absolutely, to get these folks back for, to work, yes, especially for those that are in need, that that need that income and need to be able to get back to those places of business so that they can provide for their families. You know, that's huge. And I think we have a really great opportunity right now to help out those that do need that. And I don't think there's any judgment, or I don't think there's any, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Stigma. Stigma, but. Uh, embarrassment maybe or shame in asking for help, you know, and saying, hey, you know, I'm struggling, you guys, you know, to, you know, lean on your friends, your family to to, to actually through these times. Yeah, because you know what? We all send that text message that says, hey, if you need anything, let me know. Correct. We all say we all send it. And then I get a text message back that says, yeah, we're good. Thanks. Um. Let me know if you need anything too, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But I don't ever get a text message that says, hey, you know what? I'm struggling. I need your help. Now, that's okay because typically it doesn't really happen that way. It ends up happening by circumstance where you're in conversation and then, you know, you kind of be like, oh, well, let me offer to help out, right? Yes. And and that's okay. And And however it comes, it comes. But the point is that, when you're need, when you're in need and and you may have a little extra, um, reach out to those folks that you know possibly are struggling or like you know, hey, so and so is a server. Mm-hmm. I know that they've been a server for ten plus years. That's their main, you know, income. Reach out and say, hey, are you good? I just want to, I just want to, you know, just check in really quick. Like, maybe- are you good? Or maybe it's the way you say it, too, is because a lot of times if you ask someone, oh, are you okay? Well, yeah, I'm okay, but 
they, it might be hard for them no, yeah. to express something Great point. that they need. So Great point. maybe the maybe the question isn't, are you okay? Do you need something? Maybe it's more Can hey, I help can you? Can I bring this to you? Yeah. Or hey, do would you this would, help? Yes. Would this help? Yeah. Um, I think is is probably a better way to come about it. But um definitely we are dependent on each other right now more than ever. Yes. Yep. One of the things I wanted to talk about this week too is some of the good stuff that I've seen come out of the quarantine. Okay. Right? I don't I mean, everyone I think everyone says their own thing. I haven't said quarantine. I I like kind of like shelter in place or stay at home because I haven't used that word with Aliyah or the girls. Aliyah doesn't know what coronavirus is or COVID quarantine. You know, my kids aren't saying that thing. And it's fine if your kids are, everyone's at a different phase. You know, ours are five and two and a half. So they don't need to, they don't need to know what quarantine means, but they do understand what they do know is that there are germies out there and we need to stay home and stay safe. And that's what I've been telling them when they ask me if we can go somewhere that they've been wanting to go. Yeah, that's fine. You can call it, we can call it whatever yeah, we want okay. to. Because really the idea of quarantine is not even what we've been doing. Quarantine is like you're, Isolation, you can't go anywhere. More yeah. like. <laughs> you can't go anywhere. You're, you know, physically unable to leave because right. you're in quarantine. Right, and someone's watching you. That's more like on the, on the cruise ships, Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know things of that nature, or yeah, when you're in isolation, when you're in isolation in hospital, correct, you know things of that nature. But call it whatever you want. Right. There's been a lot of good stuff from the public that I've seen. Yes. Now, I I feel that this was an opportunity to reconnect with your family. It was an opportunity for those that that aren't working or or struggling in as far as work. Um, there's a lot of time on your hands and I've seen a lot of people make good of that time. Okay. Which is, which is encouraging. So I saw on social media, you know, we have people that are choreographing dances with their family. (laughs) Yes. I saw a post of a dad that was teaching his son how to ride his bike, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't his first son. Or his first child, I should say. I can't remember. I think I think he had another daughter. But maybe you don't know the circumstance. But I'd like to think that he used that time to put some effort into something that maybe he had put off because of work, because of life, because of, you know, his, his son looked, you know, a little bit bigger. Okay. I would say maybe seven or okay. so, uh-huh. you know, and I don't remember when I learned how to ride a bike, but I just thought it was cool whether it was on time or not, or maybe this is something they've been working on. Who knows? But the idea is you're taking the time you're now to teach your son how to ride a bike. Yeah. I heard someone talk about something cool um, using, and I don't have TikTok yet, but I, after hearing this made me think like, oh, maybe I need to get it. But uh, a dad created a video on TikTok with his like teenage son. He like picked him up and put him on his shoulders yes. and they did like a little video. And then at the end, they flashed back to creating that old, same moment. It was an old picture. Yes. When, when they were a kid. I didn't see it. I just heard them talking yes. about it um, on the radio this morning. That was another one that I but That I like choked me up and I was oh, like, was oh my goodness. So, so you're right in the sense, you know, that, that people are 
most are trying to make the best of this time and create this memory. And, and I read, um, I read something too. A lot of moms have been posting a lot of things about being really stressed out about their kids' education and behind and all right. that. And, and then someone said, you know, when your kids are older, granted the older kids that understand what's going on, they're not going to remember the empty shelves and the worry yep. and the panic. They're like, they're going to look back and think that this was so the fun. best time <laughs> of their life, having you all to themselves and not having to go to school or go anywhere else. Yeah. And, and, and that was awesome. And what's the big risk? You know, your, your, your kid is quote unquote behind behind from what? Exactly. Uh, they're, they're never going to learn their math. They're right. never going to learn how to, you know, do their ABCs. They're never going to, no. Of course they are. Of course are. they are. And story time, you know, takes five minutes. No matter what age they are, you can do book reports together. You can do nature walks. You can be cooking. Simple math, you know, everyday, yes. everyday basics. I mean, children also need to learn how to do their own laundry and, and, and clean a space. You know, all yeah. those everyday things. And if your kids are like, well, they're in geometry right now and they're algebra, da, 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 da. Yeah. Well, I took that too and I don't remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> I took it on time. Okay. So, but not only that, there's also tons of educators out there that are offering putting online up stuff. Zoom, you know, to help with those higher level they're <laughs> algorithms. Gonna, they're going to be just fine. <laughs> they are. They are. It's nothing, it's nothing to worry about. I know even I felt a little bit of that early on. Um, but you know, you find your groove and, and it's just, you know, like you were saying, seeing the good come out of it, the positivity, people, Putting the focus and the priority into what matters most. Yep. Which is something you like to talk about one a lot of, Yeah, here. and the TikTok one was the one I was going to definitely close on because Brendan Schaub, um, who's an ex-UFC fighter, another podcaster, he does a podcast with Brendan or Brian Callen called um, Fighter and the Kid. Mm-hmm. He does another one with Theo Vaughn called The King and the Stain. <laughs> And then, it, and, and then he does another <laughs> one. Um, I can't believe he, how much stuff he puts out, but he puts out a lot of content. Anyway, Brendan Schaub he's on his Instagram has a whole video, a whole compilation of those TikTok videos that you're talking about, oh, where it's okay. like what, they they're recreating uh-huh. a a child photo. Oh, it's it's kind of like make me cry. <laughs> Remember the one that you have with, you know, you and your brothers? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes, so that my dad likes to recreate. Yes, your yes. dad likes to recreate. So the last time you did about. it at Goofy, you guys did it at Goofy's Kitchen like last year. Oh, yeah. Right? I'll have to give it to you so you can put it on the on the, on our you have it? page. You have both of them? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we'll put that up. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I mean, I think those are awesome things to do while you're just hanging out, you no, know? I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. I thought it was awesome. I, you know, I think our kids are a little too young for that right now, but, uh, you know. We started young, though. What do you mean? Taking those pictures that you're talking about with my dad. We started young. Oh, so you have multiples. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, that that one that you were talking about is the one that I'm thinking of. You're like probably 12? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And then you're the oldest, so right. it goes down from there. Right. And then do you have more after that in front of your Neola house? or? Yes, I think we do. Okay. I have to ask my dad how many. Because the last one I saw was the one at, at, at Goofy's, Goofy's Kitchen. Kitchen. So right. I don't know if you guys just took multiple in front of the house or if it's... if it's. Yeah, I believe he would try to. We'll have to ask him. Hmm. We'll have we'll, to do we'll, that with, we'll the, s- with the girls. Yes. We'll have to see if we have one in between the one that we took when we were kids and the ones that, the one that we took when we were adults. When my sister was here. Uh, last, right. It was last summer. Yeah. Goofy's Kitchen. 
Oh, geez. If I mean, time is just <laughs> yep. dissipated. But. Oh, by the way, it's going to be going on <laughs> April. Well, we're going into May now. So it was this past summer when my sister was out and we, we went to Legoland and Goofy's Kitchen and did the whole like family vacation bit, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that was recent. Yeah. So um, that's great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have to dig that out. On to the next topic. So let's topic. talk about other things that we saw this week. We got to see some good stuff. I think so. Yeah, last night we uh, got to check out L.A. Originals, Netflix documentary. L.A. Originals coming out of L.A., obviously, with um, Cartoon. Mr. Cartoon. And Estevan. Yep. I, what did you think? Well, I loved the photography and the videography and how Esteban was able to capture like these moments throughout this hip hop culture and era. Yes. Um, I loved how these two guys kind of just how they landed in the positions they landed themselves in was just amazing. Pretty wild. Yeah. Two guys from the hood. Right. Um, I don't like how they portrayed Titan so much Chicano culture with gangster life i um i understand that hey i mean i grew up in la you know that was that was our backyard that's what we saw you we were at the highland park car show you saw the low riders you saw the cholos you like you saw all of that but you wanted to see it and then leave (laughs) you didn't that wasn't you know, that wasn't it, it wasn't where you wanted to be. It wasn't where you wanted right. to be. It yeah. was part of where you were, but it wasn't the life you wanted. Right. And I think it's it's definitely a thin line because the the lowrider culture and that style is an amazing look. I mean, the the vibrant colors that they put together that you think, you know, they don't work and then you put them together and you're just like, "Wow, like who would have thought you know right. what I mean, and it's and it's definitely like a a a, a pulse and and a and a part of L.A. for sure. You know, of, of course. But then at the 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 underlining facts are that that is also a rep- representation of a lifestyle that we were told don't you, don't do it exactly it, exactly. You don't want to no go down that, that road. Yes, yes. And it's a little bit uh, what's the word when you're. Uh, glorified yes a little bit glorified right Uh, right that's kind of how i i walked away from it like glorified ghetto-ness you know and and that's fine because you know a lot of that surrounding poverty a lot of that is surrounding uh you know run-ins with the police and law enforcement i get it but Mm -hmm. i just didn't want any part of that i agree i I would Mm -hmm. love to to look at it from a distance right but we're the way we were you know, told is like, don't go down that road, Mm -hmm, dude. mm -hmm. And it's not pretty. If you, you know, those, those folks are few and far between that can walk that line. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes an extraordinary person like, you know, a cartoon or, or like an Estevan that, that dips there and wakes up at a certain point because there was, there was something that they mentioned that should have, been put in a little bit deeper is that they these guys were alcoholics druggies they were they were partying hard and they switched yes. at a certain point right they switched from being that to sober mm-hmm. and then and then building and their then empire boom. when they went sober i don't know who said i don't know if it was snoop or somebody said that as soon as they got sober they blew up 
Right. Because they took what the, the knowledge had and they took the vision and then they blew it up. But that does not mean that they were not in a bad spot. Yes. Yes, because that's what running that, with, what with that, bad people. What that lifestyle brings. Look at that whole montage of of the people that died. Right. That he said, like, this is my buddy, he died. Yeah. Yes. This is yes. my other buddy, he died. Mm-hmm. You know? You go, if you're listening to to this and and, and are are just curious about this culture and, and and the style, I dare you to go dress up <laughs> and look just like they do Walk and, and start Figueroa walking down Figueroa. Exactly. See what happens. And see what <laughs> like the guys they portrayed in that video. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Let let's see if you want to be a cholo for real. <laughs> yeah. The guys the guys in Japan or the guys in you know coming over from Germany or whatever it was yes, saying I'm yeah, I'm, I'm a cholo at heart. Like, bro, don't even start. Right. Don't even think about pretending to put that that stigma on yourself because number one you have no business saying that if you are not actually truly about that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And number two, go ahead and try it. Right. And see what happens. But I, and I was still blown away by the fact that, you know, like I said, I'm watching this and I was like, oh my goodness, this is, you know, like I said, this was my backyard. This was my dad's shop. This was, you know, around there, the parks I played softball in growing up and, and, and school games, you know, and I'm just like, I, you're seeing this on Netflix and now it's being broadcast worldwide. Yeah. And I'm in awe of how people are, you know, receptive to it. And also, like I said, that that also gave me a little bit too. I'm like, uh, it's not what you think it is. Right. Over, you know, all these people but, I mean, in that's Germany Hollywood. and in Japan and, you know, all of that. But either way, it was crazy. It was great to see. Um, I, 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 I loved it to, you know, to right. wrap it all up. I loved the documentary. Yes. I thought it was, I thought it was good. good I just think they, uh, of course, and this is all documentaries, right? Yeah. There's, I just, I just there's one side <laughs> as I was watching. <laughs> there's always printed, presented with one slide, one side. So you have to take everything with a grain of salt. And yeah, what, Correct. what cartoon and Esteban have done is, is changed, um, the, the, the look, the changed, pioneered a lot of the style and the look of LA art and Chicano art. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's fantastic to put it out there from an artistic perspective. Correct. Getting there, getting to that level and, and being able to, to be in the situations that they were in to capture that. No, I'm out. Like I, I can't, agree. I can't do it. Not something I'd want for my kids. No, so. <laughs> I can't do it. And, and hats off to them for be able to to walk that line and right. to, to cross that threshold of 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 being encompassed in that culture with those types of of people and come out Successful. with something so beautiful mm-hmm. as from an artistic perspective. Correct. Correct. You know, the there's there's a couple of things that I look at. One was there was a shot of a bunch of dudes with with guns and they're all pointed at at the at the camera. Mm-hmm. And you and you just stop for one second and it's not about that gangster to me. It wasn't about that gangster life. Mm-hmm. To me, that photo was like, what are, what are those kids experiencing right now that put them in that situation? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep, like yep, it yep. was so deep. It was just right. a photo. I agree. I agree. It was such a it was such a good photo, and it's just a picture, but to to Esteban's able to capture yeah Mm -hmm. to Esteban's credit and to his 
craft, you know, that's an amazing photo. It's an amazing photo. And I love, with cartoon, I love what he had in his parents growing up, you know, that they saw something in him and they mm-hmm. nurtured that. And and for me as a parent, I'm I'm constantly keeping my eyes open, like, What's it going to be for my kid? Yeah. You know, like what is it going to be that? And they're going to have to tell us that that sets them apart where they excel in, where we where we catch it. And we think that's the thing. That's what we need to nurture. That's what we need to grow, because that's what they're going to contribute to this world. Yeah. Good. So I loved that. It it was great. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Chappelle, Dave Chappelle gets the Mark Twain Award. Oh, my goodness. That was phenomenal. A plus for Dave Chappelle. Phenomenal. An outstanding documentary or I don't even know what to call it. I guess more like a feature, right? Right. I don't know. Editorial. I don't know if you, <laughs> editorial. <laughs> I don't know. It I was feel good. like the dude right now. It was <laughs> throwing you know, out man, what have you what have you the what haves and the whatnots, man. <laughs> Every time I think the dude, the rug, man, really tied the room yeah, together. Tied, really tied the room together. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, definitely go check out Dave Chappelle's special, I guess we, we would call it, on him getting the award, the Mark Twain Award at the Kennedy Center. It was amazing. All the folks that came out to pay respect, to mm-hmm. pay gratitude right. to and Dave Chappelle and yeah. his portfolio of yes, work. Yes, and learning learning a little bit more uh, about him, where he started, you know, where he's from. I was a huge Dave Chappelle fan when his show was out i got to see him live one time in a very small setting it was it was really cool i don't remember much of it now but i'm i remember you know being there and just being in awe of him yeah it was really good the other thing that that did was it inspired me the other thing it did was it inspired me to learn a little bit more about mark twain Mm. and i definitely want to be diving into some of his work because if you didn't they, read uh, Huckleberry Finn or I Tom Sawyer, I couldn't tell you anything about it if I did. So I look forward to reading it with the kids. But oh. I was looking up last night and he has quite a body of work and he's renowned as this, you know, this great humorist and a great American writer. And, and I love to read. Haven't been doing much of it lately, but I have started a lot more recently. And I thought I really need to educate myself in this. So. Yeah, Huck so, Finn. So it inspired me to to look into that, and now I have a couple of books on my list that I want to gather and and read through. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, thank you, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn. I think we wrote, we read them during you know in grade school. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'll, I I would definitely go back to read those because I remember a little bit. You know, I remember the you know the I remember nothing. The adventure behind Tom Sawyer and you know Injun Joe and none of it. Huck Finn. Zero blank. <laughs> I think that I think Engine Joe was was Tom Sawyer. Maybe it was To Kill a Mockingbird. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll have to read To Kill a Mockingbird again, too. That was good. Mm. But I think I remember that one. I think I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dave Chappelle, I, I think it was really fun to hear from his folks. You know, uh, what's his name? That was with, with him in Chappelle's show. Uh, John buddy, Stewart killed yeah, it. Yeah, his buddy Neil. That was yeah. good. And I think that nothing more deserving, nobody more deserving of that award than Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I remember him from not only Nutty Professor, but, you know, Half Baked, 
And they were they were they were talking like half baked did terrible, which it did in the box office and all that stuff. But in my circle, and I, I when by no they means talk about a, when it when it came out. Oh, oh we my were gosh. dying! I didn't remember that at all. We we had half baked on a loop. We loved half baked. We loved it. I don't understand. I mean, I guess it's one of those things where it's got a little bit of a cult, you know, cult following okay. now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But back then, it wasn't you know too popular because it came out you know with Titanic or whatever. So right, it just right. got it just got blown out of the water. Nobody gave a shit about Half Baked at the time. But now, you know, Jim Brewer and Dave Chappelle, you hear about the stories b- between those two, right? You know, him going on to do great things. Jim Brewer went on to do you know SNL and still does great awesome specials. Oh yeah. So you know, it was a it was fun for me to watch Dave Chappelle kind of growing up. And then when Chappelle show came on, it was oh that it was, was it was over. It was over. Yeah, it was it was over. So good, Chappelle show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else do we have? Is uh, it okay? You, you, I know you're sitting with me now, and now you're allowed to. But I kind of snapped at you a little earlier because. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, you had. Me I didn't for- snap. I just i I gently pushed you aside. No, you didn't physically do anything. You just kind of looked at me like, really? You're talking to me like right now? You were in the bathroom. Yeah. So you're in the bathroom for a long time every time you go in there. So if you're in there, I'm sorry. I'm going to go in and I'm going to talk to you. She she got a stool. She got a stool and she sat down and said, hey, you know, let's go over some of the podcast stuff, you know? And I'm like, really? You have to pull in a stool while I'm on the bathroom and then sit down right next to me. You can't just wait till I'm done so that you can talk to me about the podcast. And for the life of me, I don't know. This isn't the first time you do it. Like when I came home from work, I come home from work. You know, I got to do my thing. So I go to the restroom and, and the go, restroom slides in right, and, and right, just like, right so how there. was your day? You know, is it really? Do I have to explain this to you right now? Well. What's the big deal? You're not doing anything. <laughs> yes, I am doing something. <laughs> I'm doing something. I'm very busy at the moment. <laughs> yeah, but you stay in there for so long. You have your phone. You're playing your your NASCAR game. I mean, you could be in there easily for 40 minutes. That is not. You're such an exaggeration. No. That is such an exaggeration. I'm such an exaggeration. Maybe maybe 15 minutes oh please please 15 you want you want to know why i know that what How because do you know? it, it because takes of me. the lap time it takes yeah because of my lap time yeah i'll go in there i'll throw in a round of nascar hit a couple races it takes 15 minutes to get through all my races and then i'm done well excuse me if i miss you and i just want to spend time with you can i just can i just have that time though like you have the rest of the time but i don't <laughs> but I don't have the rest of the time because well, even you're if always you don't trying have the rest to do of the something time. or you're playing on your phone. Even even if I don't have the rest of the time, just let me have that time. Fine. Fine. I will not follow you into the bathroom anymore. I mean, do you like it when the girls are following you into the bathroom going, mama, mama, mama? No, I don't. See? No, I don't. But I don't do that to you. Excuse me. Yes, you do. You just yeah. did. And you've done it numerous times. <laughs> <laughs> busted <laughs> i mean we do a lot you know in front of each other i think the <laughs> listeners have have obviously 
got that that by now. I think we've reached the TMI point. But still. <laughs> and some of us are like, what the hell? Fine. I won't follow you into the bathroom with Please my notebook don't. of questions anymore. Fine. You go in there and I'll leave you in there and I'll just wait for an hour for you to come out and then <laughs> I'll enjoy an my hour. time with you. It's not an hour. It feels like an hour. It feels like I'm an gonna, hour. I'm going to start timing. I'm going to start timing and we're going to talk about it next week. And I'm not <laughs> going to show you any numbers. I'm just going to write them out and <laughs> blam, drop it on the podcast. That's what I'm going to do to you. Fine. You want me to be out? That's what I'm going to do with, out with, with my time out not talking to you. I'm going to be timing you. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe Siri, you. can you please set a timer for tuna? Yeah. Okay. So what happens if I win? And it's right around 15 minutes. I don't know. What do you want? So I think it's going to be more. What's the wager? I don't know. This is your thing. Do you think it's... Okay, it's, here's it's, what we're going to do. It's overkill for me to be okay. in the bathroom for Here, 15 minutes. Here's, here's what we're going to do. If I am correct, and okay, let's set the parameters here. What 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 is a what is a normal range or, or fall within range? What's my over-under? What do you mean what's your over-under? So you're saying that you're in there 15 minutes or less, correct? Yes. And I'm saying that it's more than 15 minutes. So... You are correct, then you can continue on life as usual. If I am correct, you cannot go in the bathroom with your phone. No, if I, for if a you're week. correct, for a week. Listen, if you're correct, after the 15 minute mark, you can come in and talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting it short. <laughs> and you're and you're certainly not going to go in without your phone. You're precious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to do my laps. <laughs> I to get my NASCAR laps in. Yeah, people might think you're getting other kind of laps in. <laughs> that's not That's not where we're going with this. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I want a better deal than that. I think I want something better than being able to Well, go we're going to have to take okay. that offline because I don't know what else to offer you at this point. All right. So then after the 15 minutes, I am free to go in there and ask you all the questions I want. Is that, is that the deal? Yes. <laughs> when the timer goes off. Now, yes. you know, when the kitchen timer goes off, I'm coming in. Wrap it up. I'm going to be, and you can't come in at 1459 either. It has to be 15 minutes. Oh my gosh. Speaking of wrapping it up, I think we're done. I don't think anybody wants to hear us anymore today. I know. <laughs> we'll have more for you next week. Thanks for being back. Continue to stay safe. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Thanks for making us a part of your day. 